Radio X Residency with Noel Gallagher. Radio X. Hi, this is Noel Gallagher and Matt Morgan on Radio X. Right, should we, uh, do you want another question? Yes. Let's go for it. Number 11. Hi, Noel. What's your favourite lager? <laughs> <laughs> that sounded like a northern Andy Bell. His name's James, right? And he sounds like James McCartney. Oh, does he? Is that what James McCartney sounds like? Doesn't he? I don't know. Both like that. My favourite lager, Peroni. Has it I, always been? No. No, 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 no. Red Stripe, wasn't it, for years? No, Red Stripe for ages. But Peroni. If I'm going, if I'm going to the supermarket and, like... My ten-year-old said, "Dad, get some lager. I'll get, I'll get some Peroni." So uh, it's good for kids. Well, the, yeah, because it's little. And yeah, yeah, little yeah. Bottle. Yeah, I'll say, well, "Do you want the twist-off stuff?" He <laughs> <laughs> said, "Go on then." Go so, on then. So I gave him some like twist-off Budweiser, just so he don't go mad. But uh, when you say something like that on the radio, does then Peroni send you a load of? Beer? Uh, I remember when I was I was at a party once up in Scotland and. Uh, the paparazzi were outside this hotel and uh, they wouldn't let they, they, look they'll leave if you go out so I went out and had a pint of tenants uh, and I got sent a lot of tenants over that and they were actually going to give me uh, a special phone number they were going to put a fridge in the studio. I didn't have a studio at the time, but if you guys do, they were going to put a fridge in the studio, and then I was going to have a special phone number that when it ran out, they'd just send it down. Ah, oh, you I didn't know. do it, and you but didn't. I don't, do it. I'm, yeah, well, no, uh, no, no. I'm not really big on tenants. I mean, I drink anything, but um, I'm really into cider at the minute. Yeah, this is interesting. So the you're into a like. The local cider oh, where I live, yeah. And it's like a sort of. It's organic kind of. Is it fizzy or like cloudy, that sort of flat cider? It's not flat, it's not cloudy, but it's not kind of crystal clear like... Mm. Sediment? Sediment? Is there sediment in it? Because like, with the like Somerset proper like ciders... there's like Somerset. No, no, but I'm saying ciders from down cider country, there's some sediment in it. No, there's no sediment, there's no, there's no... You mean like a load of gravel at the bottom of the glass? Gravel, but like you know, bits of apple or like bits of apple, bits of, bits of apple. <laughs> oh, Mick Jagger. <laughs> oh, they got apple, apple in that fiber. <laughs> it's cloudiness. It's from apples. That's come from the apples. I bet. How does that signify cloudiness? That is, an, well, people can't see that, thank God. But it was a gesture of an upturned spider wiggling its legs. Um, it's not cloudy. There is no sediment. It's nice. It has a, it has a weird. Not weird. It has an interesting, whatever the whatever the opposite of aftertaste is, pre-taste. It's kind of like that's a bit weird. As a pre-taste, where you can taste it before you no but, well, moves like, through well, time. Like, well, well, an aftertaste is like you know you taste it what four months after in it when you just go wow, oh, hmm. that curry's gone fruity, that kind of thing. Yeah, but uh, it, it, it's got an initial. Hang on a minute. That's interesting. And then that goes, and then you just bang into falling around then and arm wrestling with the cat. Is it, um, do you have it with ice? You know? Yes. Yeah. Four ice cubes. Oh, God. One for each child. <laughs> <laughs> You've only got three children. Oops! <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, let's play a tune. Gonna play now Keep On Keeping On by N.F. Porter. And, uh, 
This is a great old Northern Soul tune. Could be from the 70s. Sounds like it's from the 60s, though. It's got a great riff in it that Joy Division lifted for one of their best tunes on uh, Unknown Pleasures. I can't think of which one it is, but as we're playing it, we'll dig out that Joy Division tune. This is NF Porter and Keep On Keeping On. Radio X. What were we talking about before the break? Um, the we break? were talking about being in Cana or something, weren't we? I think we were, talking, oh, yeah. Yeah, we were talking about your favourite lager. It's all yeah. sort of booze What's related. your favourite lager? You don't drink lager, do you? Well, you? We went through a weird phase, you. I remember when, when you, before you went vegan or whatever it is you are now. Not vegan. Well, you went, well, you go gluten-free. Um, yeah, but that's not, that's not a choice, darling. <laughs> what? It's not a choice. Well, before you, before you did that, yeah. you were like, I can't drink Guinness or I can't drink, I can't drink that. Have you got any water? No, I never went through that stage. You couldn't... No, I was never drink, asking for water. You were drinking Guinness at one point, and then you couldn't drink it because never. your tummy started crying one night. No. I didn't drink any more. No, I was drinking... I used to drink... Stella. I know what you used to drink. You used to drink Magnus Cider because, as everybody knows, there was one can of it on the rider for over two years. Just one can. Bottle, actually. <laughs> he, bottle. he didn't want me to get drunk. <laughs> uh, no, I used to drink... Uh, cider, but I used to drink Scrumpy Jacks, Strongbow, <laughs> anything. <laughs> <laughs> Any old cider. Well, I wasn't shaking. We always used to do this thing, right, when we used to go out. Whereas uh, we'd go to a gig or something, and then we'd end up back at like the firehouse or the grouch or something, and uh, we'd all pile in there. <clears throat> and as the drinks started to arrive, regularly someone would come up and say, Who ordered burger and chips? <laughs> <laughs> That's always having a go. And I'm like, what? Hang on a minute. No, no, no one's ordered food. And then right from the back, you there. Oh, <laughs> I did, it was me, it's burger and chips. And then you'd have, like, chips and tomato sauce on a table while you'd, you know, trying to nobly get rat-arsed. Yeah, but that's the Tuesday. tactical... I'd just get hungry about one. If I... Like, sometimes we were drinking from about 6pm. Oh, Katie, something. I tell you what, let's not eat now. Let's wait till we go to the gig, because <laughs> we'll get him to buy it when he gets He'll to the He'll be drunk, he won't even remember. He'll be drunk, he won't even know. Two burgers each. <laughs> no, I would eat... I'd have my tea, and then go out drinking and then about one in the morning you'd think oh I need See, to I eat something I, I can't can you drink while you're out having it I can't do it I can't even eat no you can eat you can no I can't I, no. I, I, I can't eat <laughs> I can't eat three hours before I go out that's weirder than something like you're meant to lie in your stomach then you go out and then if you're hungry no, like, if you're Irish, why do kebab shops make a trade at 11 past 11 o'clock nope so I can't it's one of the I can't Multitask. No, I, I don't even like going out for dinner and then going out. I hate that. I'd rather go for dinner and just stay in the restaurant until they throw you out. Mm. And going out, you've had creme brulee and your old <laughs> chilli sauce. And you're having to go at me for being a fusspot. You know. Well, anyway. Lots of far you know, lots of that. Yeah, all but, that stuff. Um, but no, I can't. No, I don't like doing it. I like, if I'm going out, then it's a kind of like a Thursday night, right, we're out, the lads are out. <clears throat> I'll have a big, I'll have a, Big lunch, mm. about a late one as well, about five, and then by the time it gets to eight, mate. So when do you eat like again? Rocky? When do you eat again? Next day, hungover, if breakfast. Uh, yeah. Would you have a big breakfast? No, no, no. What? No, uh, <coughs> I have a little bit of avocado. On Are we going to list our breakfast regime? If you eat, if I list mine, will you list yours? Yeah. yeah. So, I have for breakfast. Uh, Fruit and plain yogurt. Well, even if you're hungover, and yeah, you're yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm a man of routine. I never break the routine. 
and uh, three pieces of toast. And I cut those three pieces into... I'll have one and then... So I've one with peanut butter on and then half the, the, the one... So these the, triangles or rectangles? How are you cutting these? Uh, I cut them into little fun-sized bits. So I have one and a half slices with peanut butter on, what? smooth peanut butter, yeah. and then I have the other one and a half with uh, butter and, and um, marmite also cut into little fun fun size bites and a cup of tea that's breakfast and that does me till about three or four then I start getting in a fury about three and then and then lunch is lunch is whatever I fancy what do you have and that, well, hang on that's every day that's uh, every day no matter what's happened I, I'd probably be the most easiest man to poison should anybody want to poison me? And how, like, what would happen if you didn't have, like, smooth peanut butter or, like, Marmite or something? You just start banging your head on the wall and freaking out. No. If I do, if I break the routine, I don't, I rarely, I rarely break it. I can't begin to tell you how much of a creature of habit I am. I, I, I eat the same things every day. At the same times? Give or take, yeah, forty-five minutes, yeah. For and I'll and I'll, and I'll eat them for months, years, and until I get sick of them, and then and then go on to something else. That's weird. Why is it weird? Because it's weird. Why? Like, all right, it's weird because people need variation. That's weird that you don't have variation. It's weird that you get so stuck in it that you basically can't deal with the world unless Ask you've yourself had this. Would you rather have various breakfasts, okay, mm -hmm. and never have had 12 number one albums in a row? Oh, back or would to the you arrogance. rather have the same breakfast every day and sit at the kitchen table knowing that you're a record breaker? Would you rather have all the number ones and the success? and a different breakfast every day. Well, that's not how it works. Otherwise, it'd be just like that's a not grim how it prison of little You start messing around with your breakfast routine, you cannot be inspired by anything else. Really? Maybe this is, maybe this is good advice for creative people. You're listening to Noel Gallagher on the Radio X Residency. Okay, then, Master Chef, what do you have every morning? Bacon. <laughs> no, I can't. I, you can't have bacon. Your stomach can cry. I have it's bacon and off. eggs, or I have uh, Spanish tortilla, you know, like eggs and uh, potato thing, which you can just get from Sainsbury's. Not that I make it. I'm, I'm saying I don't make it. Um, sometimes scrambled egg with some spinach. Spinach? Spinach? Yeah, how are you spelling spinach? S-P-I-N-I-D-G-E. <laughs> oh, sorry, Do spinach. You... <laughs> Do you want me to get onto your pronunciation? Spinach. <laughs> can you say... Can spinach. You, for the uh, people at home, can you say cherry tomatoes? <laughs> <laughs> I can, I'm going to say it. Cherry tomatoes. Cherry tomatoes. <laughs> uh, no, I have different breakfasts, but I am limited. I can't have any sort of cereals, can't have toast, unless I have gluten-free bread, but that's horrible. Gluten-free bread is... It's like a prop. Rubbish. It's not worth eating. Neil, are you are you brave enough to throw your breakfast regime in? Porridge and coffee. You're spoken like a true indie kid. Porridge and coffee. Porridge There's probably an indie coffee. band called that it's playing a in a pub person, right now. Um, yes. Yeah, Should we do a question? Uh, well, just I was just wondering if the uh, your 
It's like being in the military, right? When you're a band, you're on tour, everything is scheduled, ah, you're given yes. certain things. I know where right? you're going with this. So, what's happened is, you've spent your life on tour, living out of a bag, with your little wash bag, and your little breakfast, and your little what time's our call, and all that, and so you've got institutionalised, you're in many ways like a soldier, but an extremely cowardly one who's never been in a war. He <laughs> simply just demanded certain things on his toast in the morning. Would you would you say that's fair? Well, going on going on tour, that's you're entering into a world of chaos anyway. Because hotels, you know, the regime, whatever regime I'm living under at that time, goes out the window because your body clocks all over the place. So. And you're reading a menu in, a, in an hotel and going, I'm having a bacon sandwich this morning, I don't care what anyone says. So I do, I do, uh, yeah, all bets are off on tour. I do have, a, I do, it's, you know, I will and have done, got involved with an omelette on tour. <laughs> I bet you have. And when they, when they say, what would you like in it? Remember somebody said that to me once in America for the first time and I was like, what, e what? Eggs. They were like, I want um and let. Did you say that? What fillings do you want, sir? I was like, what have you got? And then they, four hours later when he stopped listening, I was just like, can I just have eggs on toast, mate, or what? Yeah, but hang on. What I'm saying is like, you're, when you come home, the fact that you stick... So, basically, tour is chaos, so when you come home, you yeah. stick rigidly. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah. Okay. To a, I thought yeah. it was the other way around. I thought tour was, like, regimented. Well, it... It is in the sense that the gig happens at the same night, the same time every night, and there is a kind of routine, but your home comforts mm. are out the window. I mean, people just, they don't know how hard it is. They don't know how... A teddy. <laughs> <laughs> a little knitted one. <laughs> this is Radio X, and you're listening to I, Noel Gallagher, assisted by he, Matt Morgan, and Neil Anuk's dad. Yep. Um, this is Radio X, I've said that. Um, right, what well, did you, did you have some questions you wanted to ask me? Well, if, yeah, there's a few things I'd like to ask you. <laughs> <laughs> Shall I just rattle them off? Well, what, is it quick fire? We can do it quick fire. I don't want to do a quick fire. Let's do a quick fire. In 2025, you know when you get the song rights all back? We oh, yeah. We talked about this recently. Yeah. That, uh, have you thought any more about you're going to sell them all and become uber rich or are you going to hang on to them for artistic integrity uh, artistic integrity what's that exactly no I'm hell bent on buying a super yacht is that a joke or are you going to no. do that no I'm right. going to call it mega mega white thing you are I am because we, we spoke about this Neil's laughing it's a joke right? oh, I thought it was a joke no it's not a joke okay. no 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 no. I, I love being at sea I love it and it, ironically, I can't swim, right? But uh, there's nothing better than horsing around on a boat. I can't. I, when you say I love being at sea, you've never. You've only been at sea on like a Not nice been at sea. Yacht, okay, let me in nice let, weather. Let, 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 let me let me qualify this. You'll be in not Davy in Jones a dinghy, in a right? Day. Or like sailing around the world with a tin of beans. It's on someone else's super yacht with a chef yeah. and all that. Even in it's those better yachts, than that. If the hey? weather's bad. Well, what? The if weather's the, bad. If the weather's bad and you're on a super yacht, yeah. it's still bad, isn't it? It's still like you're still rocking all over the place. No, because not a mine it won't be, because I'll say to the captain, El Capitano, let's go to the nearest port. 
So you're just gonna like go drop around. anchor, right? And go and uh, go and have it rotten, right? Yeah. So would most of the partying be on the yacht or on the non-stop party for five years, but on the yacht or on the, uh, the sort of harbors and nice places like San It would. Uh, it probably split it equally. Probably be a lot of partying on the boat. Would you let randoms come back to the boat? Well, if by randoms you mean fit birds, then I yes, do. yes. They was bringing. But if by randoms you mean fellas, <laughs> <laughs> then probably not. Would you ever set sail before they woke up in the morning? Then tell them they've started a new life with you on mega mega white thing. Yeah, uh, I would. I don't know. The captain of the ship would be quite cool. He'd have to be like a bit of a dude. But then they have a lot of rules. I, I don't know if you've ever watched Below Deck, the uh, reality show set on a super yacht. What do you think? It's good. You'd like it. It's on Netflix. But there's a lot of rules. They can't, you know. They, they there's the there's, there's the you know the rules of the seas. Well, the, well, all right. Well, well, that's nothing to do with me. There won't be any. There won't be many rules on the boat apart from, you know. Don't make a mess. <laughs> and <laughs> do you tell people that as they come up the gangplank? Right. No, there'd be a big flashing sign. Don't make a mess. Don't make a mess, or thou shalt walk the plank. Would, did you ever go on a, like, a jet ski? Never been on a jet ski because you can't swim. But even with a life jacket, would you? Uh, I've often seen people messing around on them and thought I'd probably be able to do that, but I'm not. I don't know. You hear horror stories of people breaking their collarbones and mm. all that. I think if you can't swim, it's just stay away from it. But I thought this was a joke about the yacht. I no, was, not uh, at all. You're doing it. No, no. I'd Well, yeah. Would I'd you have a chopper on it? No. 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 I'm going to do it. And if I don't do it, I'm. if I don't do it, I'm going to rent one for a year and I'm going to sail around the canal and made a veil. Will you buy a little captain's hat? I've already bought it. I bet you have. And shorts that are just a little bit too short. Oh, I'm coming. Yeah. On the yacht. <laughs> <laughs> um, 2025 then. Well, the selling of the copyright. Yeah, I'm interested in selling it. Oh, I, only to further my fantasy of buying a super yacht. Couldn't you afford a super yacht now? I'm sure no. you could. We could afford to rent one. You, yeah, One maybe I suppose, but no, no, they're like they're, they're like they're like a lot of money. The oh, ones I, like. the ones I'm talking about, are a well, lot like of money. hundred million, about that, yeah. Really, you'd say, wow. wouldn't you? I mean, I don't. I've got the staff. You got the got crew. Yeah, I think they call them. I definitely got see. A, definitely, I think I deserve <laughs> it. You really do. I do. You've, I think. I, I mean, you laugh, right? Yeah. And you laugh. All right, laugh because you won't be coming on it now. I am coming on it. You're not coming on it. No, you can be no you can work the little speedboat that brings you from the boat to the to the <laughs> yeah, shore. That's quite you can an be, important you, job. Actually, you could be that guy. Yeah, but I don't know. I'm, yeah, twenty twenty five. I I guess I'm kind of waiting till we get to twenty twenty five and see how I feel. When if it comes to like selling those rights, is that like that would take a few years to actually arrange, or is it like quick? Like there'd be buyers straight away. You could just do it. The buyer could sell it now for what? Right. Because okay. you, you well, just... this was meant to be quick fire questions. All right, well, fine. Radio. This is Radio X. Um, tattoos. I know you don't like them. You don't like them on. I don't. I see people. I general. just. I just think right. When you see, 
la- lads mainly with like loads of tattoos, like those footballers, right? With full arm sleeves. Yeah, ta- the tattoo on the leg. Like, that's particularly stupid, isn't it? No, oh, I like tattoos. I'm into it. You haven't even got any. <laughs> oh, you have. Some. I've never noticed that before. <laughs> um, the tattoo on the leg. Your missus is full of tattoos. Yeah. She's, for some reason, got, your missus looks cool with tattoos. Um, I don't like tattoos on the f- birds with tattoos on their feet. That, nah. Get that sorted out. Put some if, socks Well, on. my question is, I know you don't like tattoos, but if you had to have one, what would it be? And where on your body? Uh, under what circumstances would one have to have a tattoo? In a sort of, you know, imaginary world of this question, someone's got a gun to your head, they say, you've got to have a tattoo. You tattoo now. Now. What is it? it? What is it? And then you've got, and then they'll go, but we've got one of the best artists here to help you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about the gun thing. <laughs> and then um, you can do the thing. Well, I... I'll probably do something... Man City. Yeah. Maybe a, uh, maybe a Lancashire Rose... And uh, I don't, see, I, I don't, I, I, I haven't got the, the brain capacity to even think of things like that. What, what your yours is? What is yours? A mad leopard? What is it? That's my son's name. That's the name. That's a lion. Right. What's lion. the lion? What's that? Do you think you're like, like brave it. as a lion? No, what do you think? I'm Leo, so there's a connection to lions. I just liked it. It was in a history book, and I liked it. Although somebody, somebody. Why there? Because I like it. <laughs> I could say to you, why have you got that hair? Why have you got that little jacket? I was born with this hair. Why have you got that strange little ring on your finger? Ooh, that ring's amazing. Lots of people ask me all, about this ring. Yes, um, the, the, but what, right. Somebody my, once said they thought that was Peugeot. <laughs> 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 Lloyd, Lloyd's bank. <laughs> and Chelsea, I get that. Even though Chelsea, as I tell them, the line's facing the other right. way. But here's my point about tattoos. When you get to, like, 70... No, this is not true, this. I know what you're going to say. What am I going to say? They, they look rubbish and they're all blurry and saggy and you'll look no, but, stupid. But surely... Like a young guy, or buff... Um, Thank you. ...full of... With his, life in, with his life in front of him. Yeah. You know, they, they are. It's a thing, right? You see yeah. it, they look quite whatever. But when you're like 70 and, you know, all decrepit and old and got massive ears and a big nose and hair growing out of your ear holes... It's a bit stupid, doesn't it? No, I don't. I think, well, there's some cool women. people. When with... women get to 75 and they've got tattoos, I mean, good God. No, nah, it's an old-fashioned uh, stance. Well, I am old-fashioned. But anyway, Traditional, I think you're fine. You're having what? A Yorkshire rose? No, if, I, if someone's got... A, if the tattooist has got a gun to my well, head... A gun to your head, they say, if you have a tattoo, we'll give you a super yacht. Oh. I'd, I'd have, I'd have, a, I'd have a, a, a massive over-the-top... Royal crest on my back that just said mega mega white thing. But there you go, and that'd be good. But it takes six months to complete. Yeah, but you could you could have the artist with you on the yacht. So you could that's s- a good idea. Start enjoying the yacht. That's a good idea. Like a like a floating tattoo parlor. Have two hour sessions like we're doing the shading. What do you think of the tattoo on the face? I mean, I wouldn't go for it. I know I've got a couple of mates with tattoo really? faces. Yeah, what's well, no, they've got like where it comes onto their the face. Thing, what's, like the, like the, what's the thinking behind that? It's just in it. It's like if you're into like metal, as those people are, and they're what if you're and into it's wood? in. <laughs> <laughs> you're brushed, brushed, brushed aluminium. <laughs> My friends are into metal, 
And, like, it's just part of that culture. So it's not like, oh, why has he done that to his face? It's just part of the culture. Although yeah, I did like know that, the bass player from Electric Wizard. I think his name was Taz, and he had a fully tattooed face. Name's not going to be Barry, is it? Or Colin? Taz. Taz. But uh, he... slapped that ting, Taz. Children used to cry. On huh? and, uh, children used to cry on aeroplanes when they saw his face, and that Why? made him... Because he's fully tattooed. His face was covered in, like, one whole Stupid, big tattoo. did isn't it? I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Like, Cheryl Cole of an arse tattooed. That was weird, but it just looks like she's saying something. Is that real, though? You think that's real, or was that... Yeah, of course right? it was. You're nodding like you've seen it. Have you seen it? No, that, was, that wasn't a good tattoo. Right. Anyway, should we pick up the energy? Yes. Should we play a song? Yeah, okay. Um, now... Oh, oh, here we go. I'm Granddad's back. I'm dedicate this to you, Matt. Granddad's back on the jukebox. I'm dedicate this. Is, this is a song by a 70s outfit called Primitive Man. Mm. It's called Animal Love. It's about animals having sex with each other. Hi, this is Noel Gallagher and Matt Morgan on Radio X. My next question is, you said you were going to cover In Bloom by Nirvana. No, 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 no. No, I didn't. You suggested that I do it. And you said, yeah, I might have a go at that yeah, tomorrow. but I was drunk at the time. I was I, drunk too. That's not well, an excuse. I'll, I'll, okay. All right, okay. No, You're not going to do that? I don't think so. I'm doing a couple of covers at the minute for for various radio stations. I'm doing a Bob Dylan one. Very good. I've done a Bob Dylan one. I'm doing another one. Someone said to me, why, <laughs> why have you chosen this song? Like, because it's one minute and 50 seconds long. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's short. Um... Yeah. No, in bloom, not for me. All right. Uh, what are your five most important best ofs? Talking of best ofs, if right. you had, if you had to educate a child, a young person on music, and you can only give them best ofs, what are you give them? So the two essential ones is the Beatles, the red one and the blue one, 1961 to 1966, and then 1967 to 1970. Um, they're essential, so three left, right? I could count as one. Uh, okay, all right. Um, Unless you go this slow, and then I'll count it as two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then the, be the the sound of the Smiths, right? Uh, the store. Oh, there's, there's a there's a jam one. Is it the story of the jam? I snap actually by the jam. Right. Four. Uh, Stop the clocks. Who? Stop the clocks. Oh, we're going to pick my own? Well, you might. I mean, just, you're educating the person. Oh, well, about the way we came then. All right. Volume one. <laughs> mm. how, many, how many more have I got? Well, we won't count yours. I'll let you have that, right? So you've got one more left. Okay. The, uh, I've, uh, okay. Um... <sighs> I mean, your artwork is based on... The Bee Gees. Yes, the best of the Bee Gees. But they've got a few, you see. There's not... The Bee Gees have got... Like a f like Bob Dylan's got loads of best of, so there's not really a definitive one. Whereas the Beatles is a definitive one. High Flying Birds is a definitive one. Um, the Rolling Stones have got a few as well, so it's tricky. Uh, oh, what's the one? Uh, the Essential or the the Who? The Ultimate Collection. Right. There you go. Do you like the Who? Yeah. I love yeah. the Who. So that would be, yeah, that would be it. Cool. Thank you. No Led Zeppelin. Thank you. Any more? Uh, you now live in the countryside. Who are? You did live in the city. All right. 
That's the two characters Nell's working on. The country guy, the city guy. Uh, what do you prefer about which... <clears throat> no, hang on. <laughs> That's not English. In a word... You... In the, in... <laughs> what do you like about each of those things? One thing, or can I give well, you... Like, can well, I give actually, you... which one do you prefer? Uh, well... I do tend to go off living in the country after a couple of years. Why well, it's nice to get away. The thing about the city is Deliveroo. Mm. Uh, the firehouse. Yeah, uh, that's a club. The not, shops. It's not into firehouses. And uh, the restaurants and the theatres and all that. The culture is great. When were you last in a theatre? Uh... <laughs> I was last in a theatre, well, a few years ago, but every time I go to the theatre, I always understand to myself, I should do this more often, because it is great. Yeah. Um, can't remember what it was we went to see. Oh, so Sienna Miller was in and Jack O'Connell. Hat, I was going to say, hat, hat on a cot tin roof, but it was actually cat on a hot tin roof. Right, yeah. Um, I think that's what it was, anyway. Or was it Streetcar Named Desire? Can Get on with it. One do you like the country one of them, or the city? Um... So the culture I like of the city, but the countryside, the the peace and quiet and the space. And the cider. And the cider. And I think I find when I'm in the country, I don't I, I don't get if I'm in this, the city and I'm kind of, I sometimes get bored staying in, in the city because you feel like you should be out. Yeah. Whereas in the country you kind of completely switch off. And you're just like, well, there's nothing to do anyway, so I'm just going to sit here and stare out the window. Hmm. Where do you write best? Anywhere. Doesn't, anywhere. Doesn't affect you? No. I can write. I can write while I'm walking about. Can you? Hmm. With a yeah. guitar, just prowling around London. No, I don't, well, no if, I'm, if I'm working on a song, I, if I get stuck on it, I often will go for a walk. And I, getting away from the guitar will... Uh, free my mind of thinking. I wrote Holy Mountain while I was walking around. Mm. Actually coming around the corner from, uh, what's it called? Do you know where the back, you know where, the, where Selfridges is? There's that square. Uh, there's like a, uh, like there's a garden in there. Oh yeah, I know, yeah. Yeah. Where you have your lunch if you work. Yeah, in, like that. Yeah, Selfridges. Like that, coming around that corner. The bulk of it. So a blue plaque stick there with that a in your pipe and smoke it. Radio X. The Radio X Residency with Noel Gallagher. Do you have some so, questions? Uh, yeah, hit me with some questions, big boy. These are my questions. Oh, okay. So they're just going to be in my voice. You're looking quite... You're looking very glamorous today. I mean, I know you've got a beard and you look like a bit of a tramp, but your, hair, your hair's <laughs> looking good. Tramp. Yes. Um... Well, you know, <laughs> I didn't want to mention it, but, uh, well, you, once... You coloured it? You coloured your hair? Of course I haven't. You sure? I've honestly never... Got, grow, I have, you know, I, you're kind of growing into your face the older that you get. Well, thank you for these veiled insults. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but I, well, after lockdown, I used to, like, just have really short hair, didn't I? But, yeah. Well, actually, I used to have very long hair. Yes. I mean, what a fascinating journey I've been on. Yeah. But now I've got a bit of a style like to my hair. Thank you. Oh, it's looking good. Thank you, Anyway... Mate. Anyway, uh, right, Noel, has anyone in the audience ever put you off? <laughs> there was one night, right, where I was in Cork and uh, 
in a playing in a, in a marquee outside and uh, there was one guy at the front and he had the most annoying face that he probably <laughs> such a bad mood but he had this cat obviously you're not going to be able to see this on the radio but he, he was right at the front he was just like like a big all the way through but just like a, a massive big his face didn't change no and it was like I, I, don't know, I don't know why but it wound me up so much I mean I, Are you throw a tambourine in no, 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 I didn't say anything. But I, 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 was, I was actually putting me in a bad mood. Because he was staring straight at me all night. All, like, he didn't deviate from, if that speaker there is my face, he was just like... I didn't, <laughs> Matt, it, was a, it wasn't Matt, it was a mad look. Did it, my head in. Did my head in. Did you not say Because normally you're quite vocal with the audience. No, we'll have a pop no, up. no, Am I? No. Well, you're... Yeah. I don't think so. I don't, I don't really think I say it. Well, wait till you see the Nebworth gig. My God. And I shut up. I was watching it the other day. I was like, all right, leave it. Oh, wow. Well, you were talking a lot. Yeah. Well, more than I should have been, yeah. Old... Yeah, I think I was just getting carried away because it was like the biggest thing ever. You know what I mean? Oh. We, well, we've been, we've certainly enjoyed ourselves in the run-up to that show and, and afterwards. I'm sure you, you can well imagine. Anyway, so yeah. Um, if there is a, there's a person in the audience, their face is annoying you. Yeah. What could you do? Could you talk to the lighting guy? No, there's nothing you can do. You just have to kind of wear it and just get on with it. But, um, yeah. But uh, now, on the whole, my crowd is great actually, and it's and it's got better, and the gigs have got better and better and better and better. And um, not like the the band playing's always been great, but the the reception from the Fans, it's like I was saying at the top of this thing. I feel like we've um, I've finally arrived. Yeah, yeah. Over the last, oh yeah, join the pandemic. <laughs> yeah, amazing, right? Anyway, next, right. next question. Um, have you ever wanted to rewrite a song differently years afterwards? So, like, not necessarily an Oasis song, but any sort of song that you've written, where years later you think, ah, oh, if I'd have done that and had that chord change there, and like. See it differently. I don't know specifically. I have reworked a few songs. When I do that acoustic yeah. thing, I've reworked them and thought. The famous one would be Wonderwall when I heard Ryan Adams do it one night in Manchester when he did his version of it. And I was like, that's the version, that's it. It was a lot slower and a lot more bluesier. And, um, but I couldn't have done that, you know. Yeah. I was a little man. But that wouldn't have been a. Old massive on hit. the old uh, on the good stuff and uh, trying to get to the end of it as quickly as possible. Yeah, uh, that wouldn't but, have been a hit though, Brian Adams' version, would it? It would have been no, a no, 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 probably indie not. Indie hit. No, but um, no, I do, I do like, I do, I do like to rework my songs, and you find something new in them. Um, when I started doing the acoustic gigs and was reworking them, it was, it was great. I loved it. Yeah. No, so is there anything like lyrically where you think oh, if I'd have said that there well, lyrically be yes I'm always I don't really but yeah some lyrics of mine are, are, are a bit questionable hmm. but there were the times you know what I mean the, my, my yeah. songs in my defence my songs don't really need great lyrics because frankly the tunes are amazing yes thank you so uh <clears throat> Right, so we have a tune or a question? Tune or question? Question or tune? Okay. Tune. Let's go for them bloody Bee Gees. Now, <clears throat> do you like the Bee Gees? Yeah, I do. 
Right. Why do you like them? Do you like the? Do you like? Did you ever seen the documentary? The How can you mend a broken heart? Have you seen it? No. Oh, it's on Sky. It's amazing. I used to like the. Um, you know, Chain Reaction by Diana Ross. Yep. When I was a kid, I really loved that song. And there's a few. Yeah. Why? It's, it's beautiful. Sixties-ish, and it's like it's just good. Chain Reaction. The melody's really good. Diana Ross. You oh. crazy? I wouldn't say it was beautiful. I know the tune. I love it. I know the tune. Um, it's better than Jimmy and the Mr. Bronze or whatever you've been playing. <laughs> um, but like, uh, and then someone goes, oh, the Bee Gees wrote that. And then you can hear him singing it. And then there's been so many songs where you go, oh, yeah, the Bee Gees wrote that. Yeah. And it's just like... Well, if you, if you watch this documentary, I, honestly, I recommend it. It is unbelievable. Um, you realise they were just writing hit after hit after hit for like... 50 years or something yeah. it's like crazy mad and um one of my favourite ever songwriters and I met I met Barry at Glastonbury a few years back mm. and uh it, that, that, I don't do this often um but I happened to be backstage and uh there was his name on the, on a on a door and uh, I'd I'd taken drinks on board, you know. Okay. I was on the way. I mean, essentially, I was fine, but I had taken alcohol. And I thought to myself, he's from Manchester. He'll be thrilled if I knock on his dressing room door. <laughs> Hello. And it's it's Barry in. And his wife of like he's been married to for 105 years answered the door. And she went, oh, my God, no way. And I said, he's a big man in. She said, yes, Barry. And uh, we kind of went in, and there he was. You know, all six foot eight of him in his cowboy boots and a blue guitar. And uh, I got my phone out, and I, I don't... I, I was shot. <laughs> and I got my phone out. I don't know why I did this, but I was kind of trying to prove I was a big fan. I was like, look! <laughs> I've got all your tunes kind of thing and he was uh, he was great he had a, we sat down had a, had a like a ten minute chinwag with him and uh, he was an amazing dude and did you uh, say show me your phone show me the other Oasis songs on your phone like, oh, oh where's my phone where is that phone <laughs> and uh, met Robin once at Jules Holland he was great right uh, I don't think I ever met Morris but uh, I love the Bee Gees anyway this is the Bee Gees, and this is called When the Swallows Fly. The Bee Gees there with When the Swallow Flies. Um, what do you think? You were I like it. it. You were it was making, in the background. I was more worrying about my were, uh, Five Guys order. You were jotting down notes. Is what oh, you were I was doing crossing there. out questions. What are we doing we now? I ask him that. Why not? You always say that. When I do your thing, you always go, oh, and no, I can't ask that. And they're the kind of questions you want to be asked. No, because I sometimes ask you questions, you go, move on, I'm not answering that. Well, that's because they're usually about drugs. And These stuff are the ones that get moved on. Drugs or sex. And the se it's like someone, like, it's those questions, you know those questions people give you where they go like, would you rather have a vagina on your forehead or penises for fingers? Penises for fingers. Easy. He's, like, he's gone for it. Normally, <laughs> he won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> That, that kind of nonsense ends up in the papers. Noel Gallagher penises for fingers. Noel Gallagher says he's going to get his fingers chopped off and put five penises on there instead. <laughs> yeah. Also, I just want to clear one thing up. We said about having the tattoo on Mega Mega White thing. Don't get tattoos on a moving boat. 
<laughs> I think it needs well, to what be if it, what, 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 what if you've dropped anchor? Still rocking about, aren't you? It's got to be a very steady hand. Surely, surely a, 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 a tattoo artist of years of uh, experience would be able to adjust for a mildly lapping bolt super yacht. You'd, you'd like to think so, but, I mean, just go on the little harbour bit. Okay, right. Well, that's the tattoo out. 